This is Inspired in 15, where we dive into big ideas with the smartest founders and operators we know. In this episode, Claire Pan speaks with Rajiv Shah all about the future of 5G. Welcome, Rajiv Shah, after the break. Support for Inspired in 15 comes from the law firm Cooley, a global leader in venture capital financings, M&A, IPOs, and public company work. Cooley advisors entrepreneurs, investors, financial institutions, and established companies around the world where innovation meets the law. Learn more about the firm at Cooley.com and also at CooleyGo.com. Cooley's award-winning free legal resource for startups. Hi, Rajiv. Welcome to Inspired in 15. We are so excited to have you here to talk about the 5G revolution. Let's start from the beginning. Most people are probably somewhat familiar with the concept of 5G. It's a mobile network. 5G is the fifth generation of this technology. Can you kick us off with just a little bit of a brief overview of what exactly 5G is for our listeners? And then what are the key innovations or differences compared to 4G? Sure. Thank you, Claire. And uh, glad to be here on Inspired in 15. So as you accurately said, 5G is the fifth generation in mobile technology. Most of us at this point have gotten pretty used to the concept of mobile networks, which is really the wireless networks that we use to connect most of our smartphones and other mobile devices all over the country and maybe even the world. To do primarily two things today, we kind of make voice calls, which is what traditionally mobile networks were built for. And increasingly in the last 10 to 15 years, have become the primary source of data over which we run all our apps, whether they're enterprise apps, whether they're email, CRM, or they're our personal apps on the YouTube to social media. Everything runs on these networks today. And uh, 5G is a bit of a unique technology mindset, which has really started being designed close to a decade ago, just when the 4G adoption had really taken off. In the early 2010s, I think the telecom industry as a whole took two or three key concepts really to heart. Number one is they anticipated a future where the next generation of applications will require extremely low latencies. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that to get that real-time feel. And the most hyped off technology talked about there is something like a virtual reality to say, if you want to live in a virtual reality world, then you want it to be that near instantaneous feeling. So they're kind of part of all the things they would need to do in the technology to create that ultra low latency. The second thing they thought of is how can a single network really serve multiple applications and customers? And so they really put in a lot of architectural thinking around what was then becoming common on the application side, which is the cloud architecture, to say, how do you create networks using that? And the third, obviously, they thought of new spectrum options to give much more bandwidth to the application. So those became the three tenets, if you might. Very high bandwidth, very low latency, and a lot of abilities to create multiple applications. And that design, that requirements have led to what 5G is. And candidly, what we are experiencing today is probably a step along that journey. But that's really what 5G is. And it is meant to be the next generation of mobile technology for everything from consumers to business applications to things that we can't imagine today. 
Yeah. And you made the point that, you know, 5G is not necessarily new. I think we even have people talking about 6G being launched maybe in 2025, which I'd love to get your thoughts on and we'll get to later. But can you talk a little bit about the why now for what makes 5G really important to both consumers and enterprises today? Yeah. So there is there are two elements here. I think one is wireless networks in general need to be built ahead of the need. It's almost required. It's almost like a processor, right? You build a processor when you don't yet know what are the applications that are going to demand it. And wireless networks are similar. So to an extent, this is a little futuristic thinking that occurred in that 2013 to 2016 timeframe when they anticipated what type of things could come in and they have been building towards it. And they were anticipating self-driving cars and they were anticipating virtual reality and a bunch of other applications. And some of them, I think, are coming close where we are and some might take a little longer. And some new things have emerged that we probably did not even anticipate. One great one is what has happened in the industry is the consumer land is still trying to figure out what other various applications could use it. But in parallel, the enterprise has realized that the same capabilities of high bandwidth with very low latency and reliability could be very useful as they go through their digital transformation journey. And as they introduce all sorts of automation, whether it is robotics, AI, they tend to need the exact same things that 5G was built for. And so the why now, I think what is happening right now is the 5G technology has met the need of the industry 4.0, which desperately needed a highly reliable, low latency wireless technology to power a lot of this next-gen digitization initiatives that they were looking for. And I think that's the most interesting thing that we are seeing today. I'm sure in the coming years, we will see a lot more in our personal lives as these new virtual reality and augmented reality applications kick in. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And on that note, I'd love to spend the next couple of minutes talking a little bit more about 5G use cases in the enterprise specifically. And this is obviously an area where Solona is a leader. Solona is widely known for launching the first fully integrated 5G LAN, which stands for Local Area Network, platform back in 2020. Your platforms used by manufacturers, retailers, hospitals, people like Verizon, St. Luke's Hospital, Purdue Research Foundation. In the simplest terms, can you explain to us what Solona does? I think the simplest way to think about what Salona does is think about the Wi-Fi network we are all used to in our offices and halls. And just imagine that if you had a huge manufacturing plant and you wanted similarly easy connectivity, but with the high reliability and high performance and low latency of 5G, how could that happen? And that's what Salona has made it happen. So today, businesses can essentially deploy their own 5G networks in their own facilities, just like they have done Wi-Fi for the last two decades, but instead get a much better wireless network that they need for some of these new applications that are emerging. And so that's kind of what Salona has done. Our mindset has always been 5G is an unbelievable radio technology, but nobody has yet thought about how to really make it ready for the enterprises. And that's kind of why we make the whole product set on top of that core technology. Right. And you started the company back in 2019. I think you sometimes have referred to yourself as a wireless networking geek. 
How have you seen enterprise attitudes and understanding around 5G change over the last couple of years? Yeah, absolutely a wireless geek. What I joke about is every time people are obsessing about the latest app on the Apple iPhone, I am obsessing about what's the wireless network need to make that happen. So absolutely a geek there. I think what we have seen in the enterprises is, you know, we are going through a phase of still market education and customers, whether they are IT teams, OT teams, businesses are all still trying to understand what 5G means to them. And it does mean different things to different people. The example that I gave of a manufacturing plant that needs highly reliable wireless inside the factory, it thinks of 5G as essentially a better version of the Wi-Fi that they are used to. And they are able to get that solution from us. But there are other customers such as fleets that might need connectivity anywhere in the country as the trucks are driving around. They think of 5G as the most upgraded version of the 4G public network that they have used for a long time, which is increasingly able to give them more security features, more low latency, et cetera. So different people are thinking of this technology differently in the enterprise. And I think that the most innovation candidly is happening on the first use case. That's where they're realizing that if we are not just depending on the public network, but if we can build our own private 5G network, then the potential of transformation in the industry is so much higher. And I think that's really what's catching up. And I think the verticals where this is probably the most penetrated now is energy, petrochemicals, manufacturing, logistics, transportation. These are verticals that are probably fastest in adopting this. And the reason is, candidly, they have had this problem for over a decade. Those environments are so tough to provide wireless connectivity in that this has been a pent-up problem that's finally found a solution. And on that note, what use cases are you seeing enterprise prioritize when it comes to 5G in 2024 and beyond? So the number one use case is candidly what they call the connected worker in all these industrial environments. It is shocking to see how little connectivity these users have as they go around these refineries and plants. And I'll give you a great example. There was a customer who has a huge manufacturing, multiple huge manufacturing facilities. They were investing in an augmented reality app on the iPad to essentially get remote assistance anywhere they needed it. And they spent tens of millions of dollars building an absolute custom, fantastic AR app. And then they went out to deploy it. And they found that 80% of their manufacturing facility has zero connectivity. And there was no point in deploying that. So here you had all these workers ready to go with the iPads and the apps and no connectivity. That is the number one thing we are finding is driving demand for us. The second important use case is across, especially manufacturing and logistics, the amount of robotics being deployed is extraordinary now. And these robots are very sensitive if you keep dropping wireless connection as they move through the facility. And Wi-Fi is really not great at that. And so 5G is being the preferred technology there. And that's the second major use case we have seen quite a bit of. So I think those are probably the top two. The third that we are starting to see is a lot of connected and automated machines and assets as well. And that has a long tail because a lot of that equipment, the retrofit, it takes a long time to happen. But the beauty is the connected worker and robotics usually drives the infrastructure. And once the infrastructure is there, 
customers are able to retrofit their machines to make use of that as they go along. And talking a little bit about the other side, there's obviously a lot of challenges when it comes to widespread 5G adoption as well. People talk about security, privacy. I think people have even mentioned health concerns with possible exposure to radio frequency radiation. What are you personally most worried about when it comes to 5G? I think the number one uh, challenge with 5G is as an industry, we might have overhyped it too soon. So we are entering a trough of disillusionment rather than managing expectations for customers. So we have essentially painted the vision for 5G as it will be in 2025, but we did that in 2018. So there is a whole bunch of customers who candidly are a little fatigued about listening of the promise of 5G. And that might be the biggest risk we see. It's not security, it's not privacy, certainly not health concerns, which is a complete scam. But there is real psychological impact of having hyped this technology too soon. And so I think as a company, you know, as an industry, we just need to be a little more transparent to our customers on what's available when, so that they are able to build pragmatic plans to build this. I have said this in multiple forums. I believe the next eight years are going to be the years of 5G transforming enterprises. But it is a five to eight year journey. And to make it seem like it's all there right now, I think is going to create a lot of disappointment unnecessarily. And then that just creates a lot of challenges. So I think that's maybe the biggest challenge I see for 5G adoption, just to having that level of pragmatism in how we approach our customers with it. And when you talk about that five to eight year timeline, what is the key unlock that kind of makes that work? Is it something technology wise? Is it more adoption, just attitude? Yeah, I think the most critical unlock actually has happened in the last, I would say, 12 months. So you're starting to see the results of that. And it is really the various devices supporting all the technologies. So, you know, if you notice, Apple has supported 5G now for a couple of generations. But some of these enterprise applications need more than Apple. So they need more industrial devices like Honeywell's and Zebra's also supporting these technologies. They also need these new machines for the connected assets to also start retrofitting it. So I think that's going to, that happened in the last 12 months. We are seeing a lot of results of that. In the last 90 days, I can tell you the inflection of usage and adoption of this technology has picked up so dramatically directly as a result of that. I think the next major inflection that we expect, because now we are on a great trajectory for the next two to three years, I think is going to be in the next step of cost reduction to bring down the cost of 5G chipsets to make it really pervasively available for things like machines and assets and sensors and all of these things, I think that could trigger a very, very significant scale inflection in the next two to three years. Great. And on that note, I'd love to move into some predictions. And so let's start with maybe 6G. What are your broad predictions around it? When will we have it? What will it look like? How will it impact everything? I mean, note that I said 5G design started in 2013. We started hyping it as early as 16 and 17. And I think it will be real between 23 and 25. So I think that gives you a pretty good sense of what to expect with 6G. I think we might be making a similar mistakes again. I think it's starting to get designed now. I think you will start hearing, if we repeat that mistake, we'll probably hear hype about it in 26, 27. I think realistically, it's a 2030 technology. How do you think about where generative AI is moving and how that overlaps with 5G, what you're doing? I think that's a great question. No conversation these days is complete without AI, is it? Look, I think one of the things, if you just 
abstract it out and don't just think of the currently hyped things of the NAI and LLMs, which is one form of AI. Candidly, AI has been getting adopted in industries now for the last two or three years at a rather rapid rate. And it's, like I said, not just the AI. It's AI of all types. We are seeing a lot of computer vision being absorbed into these industries day in, day out, where they're able to put eyes on everything for quality, for location, for maintenance, when we are not having to send people and so on. So I think computer vision is a highly underrated part of AI that in the hype might just be getting a little forgotten. And it has such a huge overlap with everything we talk about, the low latency that 5G provides, because you are able to create this control loop from sensing anything to making a decision fast using an inference on the AI model to actually then going and making an actual change in the physical world at the same point. So that combination of sensors and actuators, inference models working very close to the endpoint at a very fast rate through a very low latency wireless network and being able to do that at scale is I think one of the most transformative things that are happening right now. And those three, when you break it down, really touches the three legs of the triangle. It's AI, it's 5G, and it's edge. I think you need those three working in conjunction. And that's what's going to create the biggest transformation in the physical world in the next five years. I think that's the real story that we might be just losing sight of in the current type world. Well, I think that's the perfect note to end on. So Rajiv, thank you so much for joining us today. You can find Rajiv on Twitter at RajivShah0514 and at Solona.io. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. This was a real pleasure. Rajiv, thanks so much for joining us today. You can find Rajiv on Twitter, LinkedIn, and at Solona.io. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, subscribe, and review Inspired in 15, and we'll see you next time.